0: Good morning, Doxa. Welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast by Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. We want to slow down, get a bigger picture of God, and hopefully a more clear picture of ourselves. But most of all, we want to join ourselves together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. If you haven't had a chance, grab a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 60. In Psalm 60, we find David's response to an unexpected attack. God had given him so much victory throughout many of the battles he faced, most of which he was able to be better prepared for. However, that's not the case in Psalm 60. We get a glimpse into his heart in this psalm as he says, Oh God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses. You have been angry. Oh, restore us. You have made the land to quake. You have torn it open. O oh God, you have rejected us, broken our defenses, repair its breaches, for it totters. You have made your people see hard things. You have given us wine to drink that made us stagger. You have set up a banner for those who fear you, that they may flee to it from the bow. Selah. That your beloved ones may be delivered, give salvation by your right hand and answer us. God has spoken in his holiness. With exaltation I will divide up Shechem and portion out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine, Manasseh is mine, Ephraim is my helmet, Judah is my scepter, Moab is my washbasin, upon Edom I cast my shoe, over Philistia I shout in triumph, who will bring me to the fortified city, who will lead me to Edom, have you not rejected us, O God, you do not go forth, O God, with our enemies, O grant us help against the foe, for vain is the salvation of man, with God we shall do valiantly, it is he who will tread down our foes. Warren Wearsby actually provides a helpful overview of this chapter as he describes the first five verses as a, a troubled people who feel abandoned, by, followed by verses eight, six through eight, giving encouragement by a triumphant message. And lastly, verses nine through 12 provide enablement by a trustworthy Lord. Did you see that pattern when you read through it? If not, feel free to reread it. In your own life, has there been a time when you've cried out to God because you feel abandoned or rejected by him and feel susceptible to attacks from others or spiritual powers of darkness? How in those times did God encourage and enable you? How long did your feelings of rejection or abandonment last? For some reason in my own life, I have wrestled with God because I feel like for the most part my life has been a lot easier than the average person. And as I walk through hard things with people, um... Yeah, I've just wondered about why God has done what he's done, but I'm super thankful. Um, However, a few years ago, I was reading Abraham's story, and in it, it says that God blessed Abraham so that he could be a blessing. So um, the New Testament also says that to whom much is given, much is required. So although my life has been easy, there have been three very specific areas in which I have often been tempted to to feel that God has rejected or abandoned me. And those three things include being a registered nurse, facing multiple deaths around me, and singleness. Those areas have actually been some of the most refining that God has used to give me the chance to have my sinful heart exposed and the idols that I unknowingly place my trust in to also be exposed. At times, the pain has been deeper than I knew possible, but I'm grateful for each of these things and would love to just share a little about how God has um, He's just provided me with encouragement and enabled me to fight hard to rest in my trustworthy Heavenly Father. 17 years ago today, actually, I found out that I'd passed my terrifying nursing licensure exam. I had no idea what I was getting myself into as a nurse, Um, but I did have a lot of sin exposed as a nurse. Um, Much of the sin in my own life stems from a desire for control, a desire for people's approval, and a love of comfort. And nursing just started shattering through all of those things. Um, It was so uncomfortable at times just seeing the effects of sin in the dying process and watching my patients suffer so badly and at times die due to the effects of sin. And never in my life have I actually hated my sin so much as I have when I see someone die. Um, So often in my early years as a nurse. There was just helpless situation after helpless situation um, that you know I could pray and do what the doctors had ordered and do what I'd been trained to do, but people would still die or just be really unhealthy or you'd give them all the tools and they would just go home and do their own thing and come back right away, um, or yeah, at later time. Anyway, during those times, it was just easy to be tempted to feel like God had rejected those patients or their friends and family, or even me at times. Um, In 2008, I was wrapping my time up living in Sydney, Australia, and I was really just seeking clarity for next steps. And um, as I reflected on my life that day, I remember just telling God to do whatever he needed to do to make me more like Jesus. Um, I see throughout scripture that the Bible talks about, if you're a Christian, you should expect suffering and you should expect persecution. And to be honest, I just hadn't faced a lot of it at that time. So I had a feeling that God would not waste that prayer. And sure enough, um, I think it was the next month, a series of just losing 40 friends and family members to death within a four-year period started. And many of my friends were in their 20s and 30s. And so it was kind of brutal. Um, But God really did give me the chance to be able to become more like Jesus if I would choose to actually trust him. And it just, yeah, gave me a chance to become more like Jesus. And it reminded me that heaven is ultimately my true home. Um, Yeah, the pain, once again, was just deeper than I knew possible. And I was so tempted to feel abandoned and rejected by God. Um, And was actually just more tempted than ever to run as far and fast away from God as I could. Also, for as long as I can remember, I've always desired to be a wife and a mom, yet I'm 39 years old, and so far God has said not yet, and maybe no, um, as I ask him to bless me with that gift, if it's his will, and if it's what will bring him the most glory. This is a third way I've often been tempted to feel abandoned and rejected by God. We see that King David, um, yeah, he shared that God had set up a banner for those who feared him to flee to from their enemies. We see David's example of knowing his own identity. You know, he describes himself in verse 5 and describes his army as beloved. He also deeply knew and affirmed God's character. Verses 5 and 6 show us that he knows God is the one who delivers. God is the one who provides salvation. God is the one who answers prayers, who speaks, and who is holy. David really easily could have just sat and wallowed in the feelings that he and his people had experienced of rejection and abandonment, but we see that's not what he chose to do. Instead, he worked hard to boldly cry out to the one whose character and track record he knew could be trusted. If you reread some of those verses, he just really calls God to do something and act. Verses 11 and 12 actually show us that he knew his hope was not in man, and only God could truly help him. He didn't think God was some weak, impotent idol or God who could barely help. No, he called God to be what he knew he was, the only one who could help him and his people to do valiantly by boldly obeying courage and determination. They knew that God alone could tread down their enemies, no matter how strong they were or how underprepared David or his armies were. With nursing in my own life, God had provided, has provided me just a lot of encouragement and enablement by honestly just stripping me of any illusion that I have of control. I found so much encouragement and peace as I sought to just pray hard for my patients and their family members, share the hope of Jesus with them, rather than just the temporary hope I could offer as a nurse, and trust God's choice of how many days each life is numbered. He taught me that I don't need anybody's approval because in Jesus, I already have the approval of the King of the Universe. That then just frees me up to truly fear God and have my goal to be to honor God and to love and serve people to the best of my ability, no matter the outcome, even if I feel rejected by them. He shattered through my love of comfort as I cling instead now to the comforts promised me in heaven someday when I'll get to be with my Savior. And in the meantime, I actually am looking forward to the pruning that God will continue to do in me because of his love for me. I hope that's the same for you in your life with pruning. Although at times I desperately wanted to run as far and hard away from God as I could during those years of death, I decided to give running to God and his word a try instead. And he graciously carried me through seasons of pouring my heart out to him, many tears and much lamenting. I now understand his love in ways that I never did prior to that season, as he so personally and sweetly cared for me through his spirit, his word, and through people that I love. With singleness, he's graciously brought me to a place where I am content and would even look forward to being single for the rest of my life if that's what he asks of me. Um, Definitely doesn't happen every day, um, but ultimately I get Jesus for all of eternity, and that is better than the best husband on earth could ever be. Yet, in the meantime, I still have strong desires to be a wife and mom, and he encourages me with truth and enables me to lament the hard days, to continue to lay my desires before him with open hands, and to choose instead to look and flee to the banner that he has provided for me in the gospel. How about you? When do you feel rejected and abandoned by God? What are you looking at and fleeing? Sorry, how are you looking at and fleeing to the banner of Jesus' deep love for you in those times? How are you fighting to believe God's character and pouring your heart out to him, knowing that he alone can conquer anything, and that there's no lasting hope in having our expectation in anyone other than in him? Please pray with me. thank you so much for providing a banner um, for us to be able to look at and run to god in those times when we feel abandoned and rejected lord you want to give us encouragement and you want us to be enabled to rest in you and so god for all of our doxa family in the midst of a a world in which so much is going on that um, can easily lead to us feeling abandoned or rejected, Lord, especially people who've been feeling this every day of their lives so far. God, would you intervene with your justice and your love? And would we just naturally be a church family that looks for that banner and runs to it with all of our being? Thank you for loving us so well. We, We trust you and rest in you. In Jesus' name, amen.